0: e
1: Everybody, uh, welcome to episode uh, forty-six of the Principal PLN podcast. It's Jessica and I today. Teresa has something else going on. Jessica, how are you doing?
2: I'm doing great. Although the Packers are on right now, I hope they're doing better than me.
1: I can't believe that you were able to take this while the Packers are on. I mean, you have your shirt, and we are cutting it down to only twenty minutes. But girl,
2: I'm. You know, I'm not a. Tr- why people are probably going to throw things at me. I'm okay with just watching the last half of the game. Okay. A football game is so long, like, I have stuff to do. I'm used to just catching the last half of it.
1: Yeah, it's sort of like, um, you probably would love, like, Red Zone, you know, like, where you you can only, you you only watch, like, the exciting parts. Yeah. Have you ever watched Red Zone?
2: No, I haven't. I don't have cable. That probably sounds like something on cable.
1: Oh, we might have to explore that a little bit. Um, there's this thing
2: called... <laughs> is it on the
1: internet? Yeah, there's this thing called um, the World Wide Web.
2: Oh, okay, web, okay, okay.
1: And cable. And cable. But um, now, the long and the short of it is, because um, I think I've known you for a little while, and you are you have a, a bit of a... You admit like having a little bit of an ADD mind? Slightly. Slightly. Um, Actually, quite but, a bit. <laughs> <laughs> red zone is uh, this thing that the NFL did a few years ago where they only will show like the, the most exciting parts of the game like when the, the one team is threatening to score so they may be in the 20-yard the line or something like that. So if you have, you know, say eight games on at 1 o'clock instead of sitting there and watching one just, you know, dee, 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 if you put red zone on, it's always the most active part of every game. Yeah, but so you're watching what,
2: the World Series? Yeah. <laughs> Just having an ADD moment. Sorry.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great.
2: Okay. That's
1: great. Well, yeah. we're
2: starting out great, actually, all ADD on this show.
1: <laughs> yeah, principal ADD. But actually, today's topic is what do you have to do? And um, so before we you know start. What, speaking
2: of ADD, like our show, or like the work that we do, like I can literally start on something and then i 'll like get distracted by an email and then i 'll do something else and then i 'll totally like i 'll go a whole day without doing the first task I started on so we could just call this show principal a d d to do list
1: We could because a lot I don't of people know, maybe it's just me. a lot of people you know that I work with they think that I have a d d and um, <laughs> so i don't i 've never been formally diagnosed although i will <laughs> tell I will tell you a funny story my son. Is, has been diagnosed with ADD and or ADHD I think it's all the same but whatever and um, so anyway we had to meet with this psychologist and we had to answer all these questions from the parent perspective and I said to the guy, you know after I got through it I'm like, this looks interesting I mean it really describes my friends so he says, you know that when <laughs> you <laughs> do you know what your friends say about you and I look at him and I'm like oh, my God, you're right.
2: <laughs> you know what, though? I swear this job induces ADHD. I mean, we don't do anything for more than five minutes before we get right. interrupted. Like, we, right. it's, it's just part of the job.
1: And I think technology is aiding that a little bit because, mm-hmm. um, you know, if you think about it, you know, 20 years ago, what would you have to do Oh, that's a great question. What would you have to do 20 years ago? I mean, I talk to to people all the time who were principals back then, and they just say, you know, the the world was absolutely 100% different. So 20 years ago, you know, it's 1994. I'm assuming that they did have the Internet. I know they did when I was in college. I started in 92. But I don't know how many were using it on a day-to-day basis. But the phone and... The cell phone and the people stopping in. I'm sure it's always been pretty busy, but um, you know, with everything else that's going on, that's what we're going to try to solve today. What do you have to do? And maybe it's what do you have to do to stay focused?
2: Yeah, I well, <laughs> are you asking me?
1: I think I'm asking you. <laughs>
2: What do I have to do? Well, I guess I won't even answer the what do I have to do because we all have this never ending list with, you know, everything going on and all duties otherwise assigned. Right. Um, but I think the most helpful tools that I find. Well, first of all, have you read um David Allen's book, Getting Things Done?
1: I haven't. I have not. No.
2: That's that's a great book. And it really is more of a business perspective, but it really um it really, he, he's really big on getting the, rid of the clutter and having a system so that you don't have everything, you're not having to hold it in your mind of everything that you're doing. You want a mind clear like water, I think he says. like You, you, just, you need your mind free and you have an inbox system of where workflow goes. Um, and I'm going to totally do him a disservice right now, but that was a great book that I would recommend people to start with for productivity. Um, and I, I use a few different systems. I use an app called Remember the Milk, and that is like... Oh, instead that's of right.
1: I think you've notes, told me that before.
2: Yeah. Instead of Post-it notes, I put things there. However, I have found myself not using it as much lately. I have been using my Google Calendar for so much and I have different um, I have my main Google Calendar that my secretaries see and it's my appointments and you know meetings and whatever. But mm-hmm. I, I've really been using the tasks Google Calendar and scheduling things in that I'm going to do. Um, and then that way if I you know, don't do it, I move it to another time on my calendar. Um, because even when I was using my Remember the Milk app, I was finding that I would kind of like look at it and go, oh, well, what should I start on now? But if I actually schedule it in my calendar, then mm-hmm. it, you know, my brain gets ready. Oh, yep, that's what I have to do. It's like my own little personal secretary telling me what I need to do.
1: Okay, like so can we.
2: Me and telling me to write.
1: Can, yeah, I was going to say, can we unpack a little bit of the milk real quick? Um, yeah. You've talked about the milk. Can you explain to people, like, and not in uh, 21 seconds, um, what Remember the Milk is?
2: Yeah, okay. So it kind of looks, I don't know if you can see this, but it's just an app that you can add in. Like, so if I'm going to add in a task... I um I can have things on different lists. So like let's say, you know, I want to look at a list. Um David Allen talks about having a list of like phone calls or computer mm-hmm. work or um I can't remember what different things. So I have different lists for like um budgeting or like I said phone calls or evaluations or um newsletter things. So whenever I think of something,
1: right. I will put
2: it in there instead of writing it on a post-it note because I lose post-it notes. I Crazy. But so I just, I'll push the little plus, I'll add in what the task is. I can put in a due date of when it's due. Um, I can prioritize it so if it's high priority, medium or low priority. um, Things show up on my list like if I marked it as high priority, they show up at the top of the list. Okay. Um, You can mark things as reoccurring like You know, every Tuesday I work on um, attendance monitoring letters, so every Tuesday it shows up in there for me. Um,
1: Now, you're saying that you haven't been using it lately because you're sort of transitioning a little bit to the Google Calendar and Google Calendar. And
2: and I love Remember the Milk, so it's kind of weird.
1: You're you're sort of, the milk's getting a little spoiled.
2: Yeah, my milk is getting spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> Although oh. no, it really is one of those places where like you're out in the hallway and you think, oh, I need to do this. I'll right. add it in, and then it's there. Like then I don't have to think about it.
1: So, so what? It, tell me how you use Google Calendar with your secretary.
2: I okay. Well, my secretary has access to my any meetings. I didn't give her access to see my tasks because she doesn't need to see the crap I'm working on. Right. Um, I just use that for me, like I schedule in things I'm going to work on. Um, like tomorrow I have a whole hour that I'm blocking out of time just to sit and read teacher SLOs or um, I've got another piece of paperwork and I put it on there. Um, and I'm not truly faithful to that, like if I don't get it done then I just move it, but it's still right. there.
1: Um, is there a way that, like, you resolve it and then it's done?
2: No, there's not. And remember the milk, you can check it off that it's done, and it's, you know, like crossing it off and feeling good that you finished it. There's not in Google Camp. Maybe there is, and I just don't know. Um, mm-hmm. I just know that if I've gone past it and I didn't move it to another day or time, that I'm done with it.
1: Um, so what about Google Tasks? How's that?
2: I don't know. Is that a feature in Google?
1: I thought that's something you are just talking about. Or... Oh,
2: no. I made a calendar in Google, a Google calendar that is just tasks. It's, oh,
1: it's for... okay. okay.
2: And I actually, like, I have other calendars in Google, too. Like, I have a personal calendar, um, and that was an idea from Melinda Miller, um, like, of having a separate calendar that you... I, I don't know if you, if you use Google Calendar, like, you know, there's different color coding for what the yeah. different calendars are. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can separate it too and look at, like, okay, how much personal things do I have going on? Like, do yeah. I have a life? Um, usually I don't, uh, but it's a good reminder.
1: Started- right, yes, I do remember her talking about that.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, I also, just a couple weeks ago, had this great idea. Maybe it's not that great, but I started a calendar that's just for student discipline. Um, so, like, if I'm, you know, investigating or dealing with a student, I put it in there. Um, or, like, you know, I just got a, a call at the end of the day or a bus referral or whatever. I put in my calendar to meet with those students, but I have it as a student discipline calendar. I I just like seeing the different color, and mm-hmm. I think it's good, you know, easy documentation, too, if I want to, like, just look at that calendar of students that I met with for discipline.
1: That's interesting. Yeah, you know what? When I think about all this, I'm I'm really... I'm sort of old school in the sense that, well, first off, my district uses Microsoft Office Calendar. Oh So, so That sounds awesome. With that. Um, <laughs> I, I tried to be positive about that. Um, there is a feature that you can share calendars me. in. OK so you can so i share my calendar with my secretary and she can put events in i can put events in and then what i do because hey if this is what we're going to use we're going to use it i also send out calendar invites for everything for my school everything goes through my calendar on google or um, Microsoft Office because that's a system we use so people can accept it then they have it on their phone and then it gives them a reminder and stuff so it's a very it's very good um, and it's really worked it's gotten better over the last I would say year or two that I've really had everyone uh, encouraging them to use their calendars because for a long time they just used the email uh, portion of it and they never used the calendar and yeah. then um, every weekend when I'm doing the bacon weekly if it's not on the calendar, it's like it doesn't exist because I don't remember things. I don't remember what people told me. So, I mean, I will yeah. scan my email real quick. Usually that's to see if they've sent me any pictures. Uh, but really, when I go through the weekly overview, I go through the calendar. So, the cool thing is that. Um, you know Our district is using it a lot as well, so I'll send out calendar invites, and it's great because I don't have to send the email to remind people or to invite them to things. It's just um, like, for instance, if we're having the Halloween frolic this um, this Tuesday, so I would send a calendar invite to make sure everybody has that on your calendar. Um, you know, on the calendar, and then with the supervisors and district administrators, if they want to come, uh, I'll know about how many accept it if they want to, you know, come and participate. Mm-hmm. So that's how we use that. Now, the problem with that is you have that calendar, and it doesn't interface with the blog. Like, the easiest thing to do, and people have told me this, if we had a Google um, you know, if we if we mm-hmm. were Gmail, is that you just have a district calendar or a school calendar, and that would be embedded onto the blog. So anytime you that know you know what? you update. don't
2: have to be a, you don't have to be a Gmail school. No. No. Like we have Google Apps for Education, but we don't use Gmail. So like I do that. I still I have an elementary staff calendar that they have access to, and that's on my staff blog for them to see. We right. use Google Calendar for scheduling our computer labs or scheduling IEPs. Um, so it's is that awesome. the,
1: we don't have the Google Apps though? We're we're going to Microsoft Office 365. Okay. <laughs> so um, apparently there's some really good features in there, but um, awesome. yeah, it's uh, I see a lot of traffic on uh, Twitter about it as well.
2: do you're joking, right? <laughs> okay. Yeah, hey,
1: really.
2: what, hey, here's another. Um, when you're scheduling meetings, have you ever used Doodle? Yes,
1: yes, I have. Um, yeah, that's another that's great That's very tool. helpful. Yeah, instead especially for those... Email, you, what's that?
2: Instead of the 18 emails back and forth, like, no, that day yeah. doesn't work. How about this day? Well, no, how about this day? And you just right. make a Doodle and let people vote.
1: It. Yes, that really helps out... Um, I find it like when you have a bunch of people that have to go to, you know, something, but they're, they're all coming from different areas, they'll, they'll use that. Um, I use that more like if I have to do like phone conferences or different things outside of work, but there's a couple things that we've done, you know, utilizing that at, at school. Um, Wow, mm-hmm. time is really flying by tonight.
2: I know, we have fun. And I can't believe you can't hear my children upstairs like having their own no, Packers game. I have no idea not, what's going on
1: upstairs. Not at all. You know, yeah. it's, it's crazy because one of the ideas that you said was like we could talk about email. And I thought, how in the world are we going to talk about email for 20 minutes? Oh my
2: uh, gosh, I could talk about email for 20 minutes. You wouldn't really? believe it.
1: Yeah. We will have to have one dedicated just to email. We could probably. I
2: think we yeah. could have Kurt Reese join in on that one, and he can talk yeah. about how he gets to inbox zero all the time.
1: Yes, that's what I. That's what my quest is, and um, I really work on that a lot. Now I'm going to look at my work email uh, right now, and I ha- Oh, I'm I'm not even close. I'm probably in the like twenties right now.
2: Yeah, I well, I have like twenty there that I haven't done anything with, and <laughs> then I think fifteen unread. But Kurt's probably at zero. I just send him emails every day just to make sure he's not at zero
1: well i I have files that I use um, mm-hmm. some people and this maybe we'll do this on our email show uh, some people actually have files and then they'll have it sent like they'll tell me that they have a file for me because I send out a lot of emails I think I guess I do send out a lot of emails I try not to but I guess <laughs> when you're the principal you kind of have to and it just goes right into that folder now I never check folders folders are a place to store things so I don't do like some people do the reverse but before we um, before we depart for tonight, I have a question for you. How was Washington?
2: Oh, my gosh. It was great.
1: Because if you don't know and you're listening, Jessica Johnson was the uh, 2014 Wisconsin Principal of the Year, and mm-hmm. that afforded her the opportunity to go to Washington, D.C., along with the other 50 states. Is that correct?
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, and
1: she got the chance to... Um, go to Washington. What was it called?
2: Um, Washington, D.C.?
1: <laughs> no, no, no. I know. They named that a long, quite a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, though. Um, what was the event called? Um,
2: oh, just the National Distinguished Principals Program, I guess. It was a two-day event. Um, okay. And then before it started, I also joined in with NAESP, um, the current president had asked me to join in for the release of the early learning competencies, and there was a big press release. Wow! Like actually, you know, when you see a press release on TV in DC, that's where we were at. It was really cool. Um, nice. So some yeah, researchers, I saw the know,
1: pictures, yeah.
2: Uh, um, Libby Daggett, and I, she's like the deputy something to Arnie Duncan, um, and so I ended up getting to sit next to her up on the panel. That was so cool. Wow. Um, and then I'd have to say my favorite part of just overall of the whole thing was that I got to hang out with Tony Sinanis, who's
0: That's you know right. one of my
2: best friends, my BFFs on you know, Twitter. Um, right. And so I got to meet him, which was really cool, and we worked hard at getting people on Twitter.
1: That's awesome. That's really – it looked like yeah. you had a lot of fun. And I will say did, yeah. that um, – you shine up pretty nicely. Like you had to like put on like the nice dresses and all that kind of stuff.
2: That was weird. Like and I have to say the food was so fancy that I could like not even eat it. I was like, <laughs> What what is this? Can I get a brat? <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Can I put this Packer shirt on and have a brat?
2: <laughs> I know. That's what we do. Yeah, it was so fancy. That's, yeah.
1: Fancy. Sometimes that kind of yeah. stuff is a little overrated, but um I'm, I'm really glad. Hopefully, mm-hmm. you know, maybe uh, some of those new connected principals are, you know, watching principal PLN or checking out blogs and stuff like that now. That's really cool.
2: Yeah, I hope so. There are some great people, and, you know, I want to keep learning from them, and that's what Tony and I were talking about with them. So,
1: yeah. Yes, they probably awesome have so much, to, so much to offer. So even the person from Hawaii came?
2: Yes, the person from Hawaii brought real Hawaiian lays. Did you know that lays are made out of actual flowers, like fresh flowers? I didn't know.
1: even know that. I didn't but they, know.
2: They, As we were walking in, he put a Hawaiian lei on us. And I was like, oh my gosh, they're real fresh flowers.
1: That's I crazy. Have no okay, idea. I've, never, I've never been to Hawaii. Is it true that every time you go there, you get laid? I mean, you get a... <laughs> you, you you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, that I don't know. But I now okay, know what a real Hawaiian day
1: is like. I just remember, like... Like being a kid and watching the Brady Bunch, you know, and then once they got off the plane, you know, every, everyone got the lay, and then...
2: I have know. no idea. I want to try that someday, okay? I'll let you know if that's on my list.
1: That's your bucket list?
2: To go to Hawaii. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, are you going to put that on your task list, like in your Google calendars? <laughs> <downloaders?
2: laughs> <laughs> oh, not quite.
1: Uh, I think Teresa's going to be cutting all this stuff.
2: Yeah, all now. right.
1: I think it's good. Um... I just wanted to bring that up. I'm really glad, really, really happy for you. That's awesome, um, and great job, you know, great job. Okay. So we will be, you uh, know, wrapping this show up, but we wanted to, um, you know, of course, make sure to follow, um, you know, our friends, um, Teresa Stagger, who is at Principal
2: Stagger. Stagger? Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: At Principal Stagger. And of course Jessica Johnson is at Principal J and I'm at Dr. Spike Cook. And um, check us out on the principalpln.com where we will post this. And we are also on iTunes and SoundCloud. and our next episode, I think we're going to do it. I think we're going to talk about email.
2: All right.
1: I th- I think it's going to happen. All right. Sounds great. Right.
2: Are you ready?
0: there are lots of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it but when do they actually do all those things you need flexible time. When added into your master schedule, FlexTime enables students to get extra help or intervention, meet with teachers, make up work, get physical exercise, and try new enrichment offerings. If you're thinking of giving it a try, check out My Flex Learning, which unlocks the benefits of FlexTime without the common challenges. Its intuitive design and SIS integration makes implementation and training a breeze. Make your flex time work for you. Visit MyFlexLearning.com B to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's MyFlexLearning.com B-E. Do you want to save time on prep work, increase student achievement for all of your students, reliably meet Tier 1 standards? You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com B to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve these goals.